Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing this evening? Doing fine. That's good. Glad to hear it. Glad yeah, to hear it. it's fall. Yeah, it, yeah, it is fall. We have, uh, here in North Carolina, we have fake fall. So it'll it'll cool down for a little bit. The leaves will start dropping, and then next week it's going to be ninety again. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, like our our temperatures are pretty mild right now. Like nothing mm-hmm. too severe, but we're all just like, okay, when that when's that first snow that you? Uh. Yeah, <laughs> like that's no. Last year, I won't. I will not forget this first massive because we had it like in middle of September around this time, and it was shocking how oh, much wow. we got. But then it all melted, so it was perfectly fine. It's just was yeah. like most people don't have their snow tires. But anyways, like we're not here to talk about the weather. We're actually here to talk about you know movies, film, TV. Movies and film are the same thing. Well, I I don't know if people. No, there's movies. And there's a film. Okay. But there, yeah, there, there is a distinction. Okay. All right. Um, talking about TV, though, they had yeah. their big award ceremony recently this week with the Emmys that, A, had, like, I knew that Emmys were coming. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like I heard anything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. It was yeah. weird. Monday night, I'm, like, on Twitter, like, oh. Oh, that person won. Um, yeah. I, like, the only thing I can say about the Emmys is I am right. I called it. I called it. Zendaya is going to win that second Emmy. Mm-hmm. You did. There is, a, there is a full episode in season two that you cannot deny her. Like, that and people who watch Euphoria know mm-hmm. what episode I'm talking about without with being very vague because it is so impactful and her performance in it is just uncanny. Mm. Um, so I know exactly the episode she, and, and it's funny cause usually I'll say, Oh, there's this one scene, but it's the entire episode. Wow. Just this, this entire episode of following her through withdrawal hell. Mm. <laughs> It's not even withdrawal hell. It's just, it's what the, the through drug addiction, psychology, manipulation, it's, it just was insane. Mm. Um, so I was happy to see that. And whoever put out that amazing, Will, have you, before I say this, have okay. you seen Succession season three finale? I, that is on my list of things to complete. I've gotten halfway through the season, but I haven't I haven't I haven't watched the finale. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well yeah. the fact that Matthew McFadden won for best mm-hmm. supporting actor on succession and he plays a very critical role in the season finale. And there's a scene at the very end and somebody put it right next to him winning the award. I love that person because that is genius and spot on. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, that is giving me a sense to, to, to get on my get off my ass and finish the season. <laughs> yeah, you might have to start over. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember most. I remember it. I mean, it's one of those shows that's just great. It's just I, I, for whatever. It, I just like um, 
got I got a little behind. I got a little behind on Succession and also uh, Winning Time, the uh, HBO the mm-hmm. series uh, HBO Max uh, about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And so those are two things that I that I need to just finish up. But uh, so they're they're on my they're on my finish up list because uh, I really enjoy both series. Yeah. No. Um. I will admit the last season of Succession. I love the show. Um. I think it was the hardest for me to retain engagement throughout the entire time. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some definitely slower episodes that I didn't really care for. Um, I really do like the finale, and I remember liking the first two episodes. Um, but, yeah, I, it's definitely a show that I'm always excited for to come back. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not always 10 stars out of 10. I don't know, five stars out of five. Yeah. Um, did you have any Emmy stuff that you want to talk about before we move on? Um, other than, you know, forgetting that it was on and really the thing, it was one of those, as I was joking with you before we started recording, like Monday, I, I just crashed. I, yeah. and, but, uh, I've, you know, obviously there was the controversy with uh, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, which I think it made more, more attention to the show. Than the than the show itself with uh, with Abbott Elementary, which is another. I know one of our listeners had, uh, had DM me about that show and how awesome it is, and that I need to need to check it out. Um, uh, where uh, where it, it, you know whenever she uh, what's her name Quinta I can't remember her name right now, but she you know she won the Emmy and then Kimmel like you know lies down on the stage and he was and she was going to be on a show the next night. But, oh, she was, and I watched that interview. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I guess he apologized, perfect, and and, oh, and all he that. Oh, he apologized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as the as far as the awards themselves, um, you know what? It seems that there there is a obviously Zendaya's win was expected, well deserved from everything that I've heard. Uh, but in, in succession as well, it just seems like the the the, the names of the shows that we had t- expected to win did win. I know Squid Game uh, uh, got lead actor. Uh, yep. he, he won. And he's actually, I think he was just recently cast in um, it's one, one of the of Star the Yeah, one of the Marvel shows. Was it Loki 2? Season 2, I believe? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So, it, um, yeah, so, so. Not, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think it was, like you said, it snuck up on me, honestly, snuck up on me and passed me because I, I had completely forgotten that the show was this week. And uh, um, and so did a lot of people, given that it continues to break its own record for, like, well, traded Emmys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we've, previous times we've talked about Emmys, we talked about why that is. And yeah. It's three, three, three names. Mm-hmm. One person. That's all. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, HBO, like they're yeah. taking on those wins. They got there. Yeah, they reclaimed the throne. Next year, when you have House of Dragon competing yeah. for some of those trophies. Who's yeah. Yeah, they um, have reclaimed the throne for sure. Oh well. <laughs> my god! Like the actress who right now is playing Renera. Yeah. She better oh. get a nom at. Miliak. 
supporting actress. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. yes. Um, so something that Will and I actually did not forget about. <laughs> <laughs> we, and surprisingly due to, for me, scheduling um, changes for my weekend plans, um, I actually um, watched kind of funny review or talk about D23. And it just so happened, Will was texting me and he's like, hey, I'm doing that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. We should have just jumped on and did our own show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we've tried that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't have time to set up all the tweet decks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Too much time. We, we yeah. were tired this weekend. Yeah. Um, but yes, we we caught the news. We saw what we were allowed to see. I don't want to see what I'm not allowed to see because trust me, by the time that they release it, you're going to get just inundated with it. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't want any more Black Panther stuff. <laughs> I don't need it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but to start us off with um, Mufasa, Lion King, the Lion King pre prequel, I heard it. I didn't see a clip, but I did see the clip that they dropped for Little Mermaid, and that looks awesome. It does. It really does. Uh, yeah, it seems like I, I know just overall with the uh, D23, uh, a lot of people in the chattering class are all, there's a lot of gnashing of teeth by some quarters because of um, their, their expectations were not met, but I have to say, the you're right, Disney proper with The Little Mermaid, that was amazing. Uh, Mustafa, uh, of course, The Lion King prequel, that's coming. And uh, 2024, actually, they, they re dropped the release date for it today, uh, July 5th. Uh, Inside Out 2 was also... Um, was also just... Uh, Amy Proler came back and you know shared that they were going to be doing that sequel. I guess it's also coming in 2024. Uh, Disenchanted was another one that, as far as the uh, coming on November 24th, the Disney Plus uh, Hocus Pocus 2 coming at the end of this month uh, for the sequel to that film. So yeah, so there was a lot of things that happened on that Friday that uh, may have gotten overshadowed because of, of the obvious, obvious panels that we'll talk about here in a bit on, on Saturday. But um, uh, also Snow White with another one with uh, Gal Gadot and um, and it's going to be in that with... Uh, I love it when Will like oh. on something and there's this pause and oh, I, I, I forgot thinking. I know yeah. thinking. Sarah, you're going to save me. And and I, I am. do. <laughs> you very, yeah, I should know better by now. I should know better by now. I had completely forgotten who was going to be with Snow White with Gil Gadot, and I just I just read it beforehand. But anyway, <laughs> and I I didn't read it, and I didn't hear anything about it, so I can't help him. So yeah, okay, not that I it's okay. not to help him. No, it's fine. It's just it's fine. It's it's just I had I had lost it in my notes. But anyway, yeah, yeah anyway, no worries. Yeah. Um. So when does Indiana Jones 5 come out? It is coming out next year. Okay, next year. Because that trailer, that that's what I heard them, like, between Disney proper and Lucasfilm, mm -hmm. I, I honestly heard 
like the biggest reactions for for the Indiana Jones and just because of Harrison Ford and yeah and um him actually being somewhat human yeah I know he, yeah I mean I know with the uh, footage of him choking up and he's like I'm done I will not fall down for you again and he was starting to you know tear up which uh, uh, I mean he, you know that that franchise is 41 years old and he's like 80 so. <laughs> Yeah, I've already had Indiana Jones 4, which... Yeah, well, we won't <laughs> talk about that, yeah. <laughs> so, redemption time. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, there was a lot of buzz from the trailer, and that was one of those ones that was exclusive to the, to the crowd in the in the room, but uh, but everything about it I heard was great. Yeah, and what was the Willow update? Yeah, so it's a... Since we're in the realm of fantasy shows, and uh, the Willow update is... A, a new trailer was dropped for it for the series that'll be coming to Disney Plus. And uh, Christian Slater is also going to be a part of the cast. And Warwick Davis, uh, who was the star uh, from the original uh, 88 film that was done by uh, Ron Howard, I believe, um, is going to be returning uh, for it. So it, if I recall, is coming to Disney Plus later this year. Okay. Okay. Andrew. Also, um, also, uh, Aaron Kellyman, who was in, uh, who was the, uh, first, the enemy in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. She's also going to be in it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, the big one to drop though, during it was of course, Mando season three trailer. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this trailer. Yeah. Really, like I, 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 I liked season one. Season two, I really got into it. Mm-hmm. And season three, from what they've shown us, seems like they've taken the best parts of season two and three, or two and one, and put them together. Mm-hmm. Because this whole the show is called The Mandalorian, and I think it, we got especially as much as I like loves season two i think that it strayed a little bit from the mandalorian culture and Mm -hmm. mythology and i know that they were definitely planting a lot of breadcrumbs that or seeds that are all going to come to fruition this season based on the trailer um but it's just like we have our clan of two now Mm -hmm. who's the mandalorian but he's not, and now he's a father, and I like that line at the end. Oh, you thought your father was the only Mandalorian? Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then all these Mandalorian just come flying out of the, out of the ship. <laughs> that was so dope. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, Grogu is a bit slow, because I feel like he's seen a few Mandalorians while hanging out with Zero Dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the war armorer, she's she's a little behind behind it. Yeah, because yeah. uh yeah, cause yeah, cause in season two, you're right. I mean Bo Katan and yeah, and a cup and Sasha Banks or um character. But, but he yeah. comes passing out. I mean the kid yeah. uses his power to save the day and then passes out. So True. Yeah. just yeah. forgot yeah. his memory. But no, I I really they they said just enough to for me to be like season three let's go um but not too much where Mm -hmm. i feel like i have already seen all of season three 
Right, right. And, you know, you make a good point that uh, they bring the best bits of seasons one and two and and also really following up on many things in season two and a half, also known as the Book of Boba Fett. Because, um, the, the, honestly, that was probably the highlight of of that, ser- that series uh, was yeah. the when uh, we did get Din Djarin uh, showing up again and, and, and Ashoka and and this and Luke and all of that piece is in there and they're following up on that um, as well. So, yeah, I mean that, and, and also for, for me thinking about uh, star Wars rebels and uh, cause we visited Mandalore then with uh, in, in that series with uh, Sabine Wren and and learning about the Mandalorian culture and the and the schisms and the rifts uh, on that planet and the Great War and of course the Empire uh, as well with their Mandalorian engagement and stuff and what it means to be true Mandalorian and stuff. A lot of that was and obviously with Filoni and Favreau being involved in Filoni in particular. A lot of those seeds were were, were uh, planted in 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 the Rebels. So. Uh, yeah, I, I am can't wait for this series. I know when it dropped Saturday, they were saying that it was going to be released in February 23, but it quickly scrubbed that, and now it's just saying streaming at some point in 2023. So, uh, I, I guess they are continuing to juggle their schedule to see when's the most appropriate time to drop it. Yeah, well, they've they have all of these, um, you, these little projects called MCU. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Before, yeah. One other one other Lucasfilm thing before we drop to uh, drop over to the Marvel Studios. Uh, there is Tales of the Jedi, uh, which mm-hmm. is an animated feature set during the Clone War period. Speaking of Ashoka, uh, it uh, will be 15 minute shorts. I think uh, six of them, if I recall. Uh, basically given background of her and also Count Dooku, which we learned about him in the uh, prequel trilogy. And so uh, set, you know, bring Mace Windu's coming back, uh, Yaddle, the, the female version of Yoda's race, um, and several other characters as well. So uh, that series is uh, right around the corner. It's coming October 26th. Nice. It just, it, uh, when you were describing it, I was like, so how well did I Am Groot shorts do? And <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, all I heard yeah. as soon as you, you said, yeah, shorts, yeah, like five minutes later, I'm like, hmm. No, I didn't no. Think they went too well over, but you know, everyone likes their own thing. And yeah. the youth these days have ADD. So they, they yeah. like things in small, compact places. Um, Moving on to Marvel, because we do have two and a half shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. even two and a half. Like, what, two shows. Do do the math, people. Uh, because there's two of them that, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But yeah. in the meantime, for the Marvel tra- um, panel, we did get two trailers. One mm-hmm. for Secret Invasion and one for Werewolf by Night. Will, what were your thoughts on the Werewolf by Night trailer? Oh, um, I'm I'm really, really, really 
I'm liking it. It's got that, you know, special. Uh, whenever I saw it, it had the special presentation in Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it had that old that vibe from like the the the, the 50s like sh- sh- uh like ms things you see on like mst3k like vibe films like the, yeah frankenstein yeah. monsters that old school vibe with uh those little you know classic uh you know call off type horror films and uh i i really like the vibe that it was given off i mean i you know i i probably miss a shitload of like Easter eggs and things that, you know, people who are better versed at Marvel things that, that I, that I miss, but, um, but I really, I really, really did enjoy it. Looking forward to it coming up. I know it drops October 7th and I know we were, uh, I know we were just planning ahead for, for our, uh, um, October shows and stuff. And, uh, yeah, this is one, that I must say I am looking forward to because I we'll, we'll get into more about She-Hulk later, but I, uh, th- yeah, uh, you know, it was one of those things that was rumored and then we finally got confirmation. Uh, Michael Giancano is, is directing it, which, uh, which I thought, you know, so if he's, if he's also doing the score, I'm going to be like in heaven because he is just a, a maestro when it comes to, to scoring things. Uh, right. And so, and, and it is precedent for it too. But when you think about, you know, I think about John Carpenter. Uh, you know, he he would, you know, with the Halloween. I mean, he did not only directed the film, but he also did the score. So, it's it's got all the like all the horror elements to it that I think is just going to make it really really special. Was Carpenter a known composer before his big directorial debut? Uh, you know, I don't, I can't recall if he was or not. Okay. Yeah. Because I I did it. I was gonna say I didn't know that, and then you just said, "Well, he did the score too," and I was like, "Oh, I thought you were <laughs> like yeah. because that, from what I hear, Gio Kino directing this, it's like the first time like we've seen somebody make that jump." Um, but yeah, I agree. It's very different. Um, however, as different and unique, and just probably gonna be a fresh of Halloween air this fall. Um, the Secret Invasion trailer, mm. like, it, it set such a great tone. Yeah. And I, this is, this is a project that I was like, oh, okay, that's going to happen. Okay. Um, but now I'm like, okay, when is it going to drop? Because yeah. that is, it, and don't get me wrong, because I do love, I did like, or I did love watching um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. However, I feel like Secret Invasion, based on the trailer, um, seems to set more of the tone I was hoping for. Yeah, I agree. So, and there's just so many cool, cool shots. We get another Game of Thrones um, actor joining the marvel universe um and it just i don't know it's they're they're doing it well they're doing gonna do it right and um you all have seen the trailer so i'm not gonna go into detail about it but yeah definitely yeah yeah i I agree i mean kingsley been been a dude which we yes was in one night miami which we i mean that was one of the highlights of that trailer but you're right i think the vibe that i got from it especially Given 
some of the things and we've we've talked about our ups and downs with phase four but um and i know this is i guess this will be in phase five because i guess black panther closes out phase four then so but uh but moving into phase five and i think getting the tone back to what what has been missing this this series seems to seems to be to be doing that um because yeah it it hit all the right notes and like and like you said it it definitely um gives uh uh sort of reset and 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 definitely what falcon and winter soldier probably was hoping to to be but probably but due to the pandemic and other things they probably had to obviously they had to shuffle some things and 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 i think the series got impacted by that right Okay, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how to proceed with, like, the next three things. Um, so, Thunderbolts, but we've already talked about this, who we thought were going to be, and I know they officially confirmed it, they, we saw the poster. Mm-hmm. Um, but was there anything in particular? I mean, it's cool. Yeah. Man, Sebastian Stan is just like, oh, yeah, put me in that one, put me in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since his cameo at the end of Black Panther. Yeah, I you know I, I did yeah I think the one the one casting of uh, Thunderbolts that did surprise me was David Harbour as Red, Red Guardian. I, I did not yeah. see that. I did not see that one coming. Um, the others. Uh, hmm? I love that so much because um, after yesterday, I randomly was watching a combination video of. Um, What's Florence Pugh's character name? Uh, y- Yelena. Yelena. Yelena, yeah. Yelena. I only know that because that's my sister-in-law's name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of, of Yelena's best comedic moments in that movie. And they mm-hmm. showed like a bunch with her and um, David Harbour's character. So um, the fact that both of them are going to be on the team. Come yeah. on, father, daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um yeah that uh, that was that's gonna be a great dynamic and and uh, and ghost I, I that was one that um and, and taskmaster I mean it is and so it's you know when you think about it it's leaning very heavily in Black Widow because uh, three of the six team members are are from that film and um and then of course uh, ghost from Ant Man you know which I had completely forgot about <laughs> ghost <laughs> and yeah. uh, um. And of course, you know, and then of course, uh, U.S. agent, which you know, we 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 all knew that one was coming, and um, so yeah, I, you know, it's this is a, this is another project that I that I'm looking forward to. So any okay, I again we got we got other stuff to get into. Yeah. Um, any other mentions that you or updates on any yeah. of the projects that? Yeah, I'm sure there'll be 78 podcast episode about before it actually airs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously, I know we touched on Black Panther. Got more. You know, obviously, the trailer that um, Ant Man three was. You know, there was a few more things from it. Um, really, I think a couple things. Uh, Loki season two. We we talked about how uh, there's some casting news there, and uh, they're fil- they're in the process of filming it now. Um, Daredevil, uh, reborn. Uh, Charlie Cox did did share that the 
story is going to more not necessarily pick up from from the Netflix show. Uh, and so it sounds like it's going to be, I don't know if it's a soft reboot or if they'll just, or, or what the case is going to be, but uh, he, he did share that um, news this, this during an interview during D23 weekend. And of course, Echo, uh, I think they, they did show, that was another one of those things where they showed some footage for folks in the room uh, that I think was well received. So yeah, I think they're, those were the main, those are a lot of the things that sort of jumped out at me. And of course, Matt Shackman, um, being confirmed for Fantastic Four director and Feige. He's just like, sorry, y'all, that's, that's all we're going to get today. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, but to go back to Daredevil, because in this week's She-Hulk, there was our first Daredevil tease because Will was wrong. I was wrong, yeah. I, yeah, and, and no, I'm not sour about this episode because I was wrong. I'm no, sorry. no, just just sour about it because it was like, all right. <laughs> This, I mean, I was, I was getting CW vibes. I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to lie. It, what, what got, what vibes? CW. Oh yeah. It's just, I've, I've listened to a few people talk about this episode. Last week's was just like so on point mm-hmm. that this week's, even though it did, there were some threads that unexpectedly with the whole dates. Um, situation and them being able to vouch for her as identifying as She-Hulk. Um, it's still, it just, it just fell flat. And I think because as much as we like her, her lawyer friends, um, they, it's the, you, you, we, we come off of Wongers and Man- Madison. Yeah. And then we have the lawyer, the lawyer sidekicks. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love Segura. I love mm-hmm. him. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> not the same. Um, and and I did. <laughs> I'm sure you like this bullet point I have on the rundown. <laughs> oh, I get it. And this like came literally while I was watching the end credits, which I'm very disappointed that there was no end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, hmm. This episode got the short end of the stick. But anyways, it just <laughs> dawned on me like, oh, I get it. Plot A, Jennifer had a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And the B plot of this episode <laughs> was Jennifer getting a new suit. Yeah. <laughs> I cracked up whenever when I, when I got the run sheet and I was putting my notes together. I was like, uh, Belmont, Belmont's on fire tonight. <laughs> well, Will, we've talked about it before. The, the writer's room very smart funny mm-hmm. yeah smart yeah. funny so i i do not think that i am stretching with that i really think no that's what you were going for that's what they were going for that's exactly what they're going for and and here's a here's where the show is starting to is starting to um get predictable mm-hmm. and repeating it and we talked about i talked about this a few episodes back with us um about theme and recurring things that we see in like these TV shows and MCU in general. But in this show in particular, didn't we just have, wasn't it with the, with the episode of Megan, Meg, Megan, Megan, where they had people basically go up on the stand and testify to like how 
you know, whatever it is. In the case of Meg Thee Stallion, it was when that show, that episode, it was the the, uh, the guy who was so self-involved that he actually was so full of himself that he believed that Meg Thee Stallion would, would actually would actually date him. Right, right. <laughs> here, it's like here in this episode, it was oh yeah, she really believed it. You know, she you know she's going to fall on the sword and realize you know. Nobody, she Hulk, and I, and it's just it's the, I mean I can it's almost like I can write the show now. I know what's going to happen each week, and it's getting predictable and it's getting boring. It just I I don't know. I, I this is the first episode where I was kind of like I actually picked up my phone and started scrolling because I'm like uh, yeah. I um I agree with you. However, it wasn't that it was predictable. It was redundant because last week. The fact that they slept together, mm-hmm. and then you, she's all excited. She makes breakfast. He yep. comes out, sees her in her natural form, mm-hmm. and and says, "Oh, I gotta go," and runs out. You're just like that. It's an emotional blow. Yeah. Why repeat that? Yeah. Like that is what annoyed me most about it. Is it yeah. wasn't being predictable. It was just like. We already got that moment yep. and that realization. Why why continue to do it? Um, yeah. So I think overall this episode I have liked the least. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. I still am like, all, I'm still excited for the next episode. I think that um, this episode always is like a brush of like uh breath of fresh air right in the middle of my week mm-hmm. um like like some some light comedy um with some action well although we haven't gotten much action um no. so which it's not also a bad thing like it's yeah. it's weird this show you we know what it's going for and it's mm-hmm. offering something really different um and and I've heard speculation about what's to come, and and I'm I'm so game for it. Um, and I knew that one date, as soon as he talked talked about like her being indestructible, I'm like, okay, you are mm-hmm. definitely connected to those Asgardian thieves. Yeah. Um. So and and then there's speculation about like the bigger picture about this. So. Yeah. I don't know. It was. It's just like a. It's like a half step forward instead of the full three steps forward that we got last week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and and, and there were and don't get me wrong. I mean, there were some parts that I did like. I mean, the Titania with the whole She-Hulk line and the and the commercials and and the snake, all that. That actually, I did find that funny and just very relatable because it's like, oh yeah, we you know we we see like. The celebrity branding and and all that kind of stuff. So there were there were there were bits of the episode that I I did like, but to me this this one was uh, it was like it was yeah you're right it was a lot of redundancies that um were in the plot this week and really and these next because we I think it's a nine episode season so you know these next uh, four episodes have really got to like. Let's change up the formula a little bit because it's it's quickly it has gotten formulaic, yeah. And and we need they need to mix up the formula because I otherwise I'm gonna check out. 
So it's funny because we have the complaint about it being formulaic on this show. And yet we're checking out of Lord of the Rings so quickly that I don't even know what the formula is. (laughs) Okay, I warned Will, y'all. I warned him. I told him he Mm -hmm. has to carry rings talk because I seriously watched this episode. Okay, maybe not seriously because I definitely was doing other stuff. But I don't... Like, I don't know what is going on. I listen to people talk about it because I want to at least have a vague, like, stir my memory. Did Mm -hmm. nothing. I couldn't, I couldn't listen to the reviews. They're referencing names. I don't know half of it, like 30, 90%. I do realize that the guy at the end is an ancestor of Viggo Mortensen's. I'm, I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's an ancestor. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. I probably am wrong about that. But yeah, so I like, I didn't even realize the people from the first two episodes who we did not see in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am, I, I will continue, yeah. but this show, it's just not, it's just the lore. It's too much for me. Um, and, and it's not being presented in a way where I, A, want to understand Mm -hmm. uh, or, and B, enjoying learning about the lore. Bingo. It's the writing. Bottom line. It's just a, it's not a well-written show. It's a beautiful show, but it's, but if you're going to, with a very densely packed lore, of the Lord of the Rings. I'm not saying you got to spoon feed it to us, but you got to present it in a way that is 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 compelling, makes us begin engaged with these characters. Yeah. And right now, it, it got. A, I, I will say the Black Elf. I got engaged with him a little bit this week because I think the things you know, whenever they were fighting with the orcs and and the challenges that they were having there. That kept me. That kept my attention, but whenever you have this, what was what was the line? The sea is the the. Oh gosh. The first it, episode? Are you talking about? No, this episode where they oh. were on the sea. The sea is the. Um, it was such a banal line. It was just like uh, the sea is the truth or something like that. I, I can't remember what. It was just so bad. I blanked it out. I mean, it was just like really. Um. Man, I must have been still stuck on the whole, like, why does a rock sink and a boat float? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, gosh. I, yeah, it'll come back to me after we're done. But, yeah, but it was just, it, it was, I mean, and, and you know, what? and, and, and Gladriel, again, I, I. She's just not likable. No, and 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 it's not because she's a Mary Sue because, I mean she's she's a trained warrior and all that stuff. I you know, I don't want to go down that route. Uh, it's not this. It's 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 just a badly written character of the way they presented her on the show, and you know, the elves are immortal, and she's been very well traveled. And if she gets to yes, I know there was the whole issues with with the people. 
but that had the fallen out between the elves and, and the uh, Numerian uh, people. Uh, but at the you know, but she was she was just like with you know she was ready to throw fist and and not be diplomatic, be you know, and. I know down the line this is supposed, you know, we, we get to that place with the Gadriel, but even so, she should be mature enough at this age of being 10,000, however many thousand years old she is, to, to be able to to have some sense of diplomacy and figure out, like, you know, how how we can work with these people and 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 but we we don't get that and again it's just like the the way these characters are written it's just kind of it's just not compelling and you know i'll check it out for the the beautiful scenes and you know i i can't i can't fault them for that i mean it's well shot beautiful but um but at this point it's one of those things where I, you know it's uh, you know i mean i mean bank up a few episodes <laughs> hopefully maybe if i maybe if i binge them or something like that it'll it'll go better maybe maybe but um to to move forward with the show that um we have been following very closely and understand what is going on um will what did you think of house of the dragon <laughs> king of the narrow sea Wow, this episode. Where did it begin? Where did it begin? I first of all, it it was I, this show con- continues to deliver each and every week, uh, and and this one was it had so many layers because it picks up. Seems like there was a little bit of a time jump from after Damon um, killed the the crab feeder. Uh, you know, he comes. We 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 have him coming to uh, King's Landing, and and you know, he's cut his hair. He's triumphant to present his brother the sword of the of craft feeder. And um, yeah, and it, it just right out the gate, it just like oh, it, it, this is you know he this is going to be this is going to be good because you can see already Damon was just like yeah, I, I I'm coming back to like show who's the boss around here and and he had that and then of course uh and right before we were discussing the emmy talks of talking about uh uh millie icock who plays uh Rhaenyra. and she this week was uh, Rhaenyra is such a the such an amazing character um because on the one hand she and her father Viserys invoke so many different emotions. One minute you're feeling sympathetic for them, the next minute you're like, "God, they're so, oh," and then the next minute, you, you, and then and then the, the next minute you're rooting for them to succeed. And so, and, and she played all of those hands this episode to 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 a fault. And I just, yeah, I mean, I can't speak enough things about it. I know we'll get to more details here in a bit. And then Viserys. We can, we got. He's still my favorite. <laughs> I mean, fault, warts, you know, thrown cuts and all. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. Like he, 
I I hate that they are making me like him so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate it because I know I know he's not going to last long, and I yeah. don't I don't want to feel bad when he dies. Um, but he he proved in this episode, I think, more than any of the other episodes, how much he understands the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it did, was, all it took was for his brother to try to seduce his daughter. Yeah. And when I say, like, emphasis on try, because even though Damon made it seem otherwise, um, they didn't They didn't go all the way. They did not go no. all the way. Which nope. I love how it's so ambiguous what yeah. that meant. Yeah. Um, and I did w- listen to most of the after the episode where yeah. the and and I didn't realize, but I love the choice to have a female director for this mm-hmm. because of we need to see that the whole sequence of her leaving the castle with her uncle, going to a brothel. Well, after they see a play, and then going to a brothel. And then on top of that, have it contrast with Alicent. Yeah. And and her having to have sex with Viserys, not because they're, well, technically because they're married, but definitely not of love, definitely not out of desire, but because it's more of an obligation. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. That yeah. Just, just, just juxtaposition in that scene, I mean, with the dead... Her dead eyes. I mean, whenever the whenever the attendant came and was like, uh, "The king summons you in the middle of the night," and it, it, it was, it, it you know, it, there was so many there was so, such contrast with with this because with Allison, you know, she he forced her. I mean, again, this is why Viserys is so like. On one, it's so it's such a complex character. When the one minute you're like one that's wringing his neck, and then and then he does something at the end, like he does at the end of the episode, where he figures all what's going on, why you love him. But this, you know, he forces. I mean, it's essentially marriage rape. I mean, let's just call it what it is. And 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 seeing her her dead eyes and her pain as just emotional vacantness with the act, what was going on. And then on the other hand. You have, and you're right. It, it was so ambiguous because before watching the, I did watch the um, showrunners and the director talk after the show too. And while I was watching that scene, I was like, "Holy sh! They 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 went there." Oh yeah, they went there. Oh, and for those of you who's listening and being like, "Will, why are you so shocked that Game of Thrones went there?" No, 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 no. But Will doesn't real hasn't watched the original series. Yeah, I know. I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. I know. Yeah, Damon and Rhaenyra. I mean, I know. I mean, I, it's Game of Thrones. I know incest happens. I mean, it's not like I'm the virgin ears in here, in here, or anything like you know, like uh, Sir Kristen and Rhaenyra. But, um, but um, getting. Yeah, but getting back to the scene itself, and and you know, because they do have their little, you know, he is, he's, you know, they're having their their night out on the town. I mean, they you know, they, they do see the like you said the 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 play, which is also was very important too because it showed how how cloister how how sheltered she is. 
in 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 the castle, and thinking that the common people were were going to um, you know willingly accept her as the queen whenever whenever Viserys passes on. But let's put a pin in that. Getting to um, the brothel and what's going on between her and Damon, uh, it was so ambiguous because it 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 was like I think his impotency was. One, either one, he all of a sudden had a conscious. Two, I think more likely he was like, she's getting into this. And this, can, you know, when we contrast it with Alicent, who, you know, is disgusted by what's going on. And and Damon was like, you know, and then three, I think it, it messed up his his goals because he was he was using this as a way to, like, work his worm his way into the crown. By, you know, by taking her virginity, and and, and since she wouldn't be chased, and that would be, Ooh. yeah, she, that would that would ruin her. Ch- obviously, kill her chances for for ascending to uh, upon Viserys' death. Okay, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. You just said a lot, and I'm like yeah. trying to figure out. Um, okay, yeah. I think I think any of those those reasons or. Or all of those reasons together. I mean, that's the beauty of these characters. You can't arbitrarily say it's one thing or mm-hmm. another thing. Yeah. Just because these characters are not two-dimensional, they're three-dimensional. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of different reasons. Um, I, I think that it was he... I think it was his conscience that he didn't realize she would be so game game for it. Mm. And mm-hmm. and also I don't think he I don't think he realized how much like he loves his niece as his niece. Yeah. Um he's able to separate that when he sees his brother and it's mm-hmm. like but I think it's very complicated where he he knows in his opinion the smartest thing for Viserys to do is to wed him to his niece. Yeah. So that so that they can their bloodline can fully retain p- power, um, because he always says that in these episodes. I don't know if you noticed, like I, I have, yeah. Always about like the house of the dragon, the blood of the dragon. Um, he's very committed to upholding that, and at the same time, his his move to advance to that position also means corrupting his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was, it, it was a mix of everything you said about all the different reasons. Um, and, and, and so I was, I was like, Oh, okay. They, they, they didn't go there. But then I was, I was, I was a bit shocked when, when she, when Renera went back and got it on with Sir Kristen, um, because it's like how, like, do they have extra hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how long is this night going? Damn. Yeah, I mean, because um, yeah, because yeah, yeah, they they she 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 tried for one and then got the other, and um, it's interesting. But to go back to the play scene. Um, for me, I, I didn't view it as her being so sheltered. I thought I thought it was very interesting how the play was acted out in 
in essentially what she views, how she thinks that the public views her. And then it's Damon who's the one who's like, no, that's not, they actually want you to be a queen. Um, mm. It's satire. Like they're, they were doing different, they were, they were making jokes, like the easy jokes. But at the end of the day, if they had to choose anyone, it would be her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, I thought that that was, yeah, um, I very, see that. very good, which again, plays not, not uncommon for, uh, for this show. Not uncommon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that. I could see that. But to your point, your point about her going back to um, Sir Christian and huh? No, go ahead. Yeah, no, it was just you know it, it. It was I, you know, the whole sexual politics. I know whenever we were messaging about this after the show a little bit, really, really was something that really stood out to me with this episode and in the whole issue of vir- you know virtue and chastity and all those things and how. How sex is used, um, you know, historically, whether it's this show or, or anywhere, it can be used, it can be weaponized uh, for for various purposes because you know auto, um, it, it, with um, using his daughter, yeah, with his daughter, and to to use it to gain favor, you know, to produce an heir for for. Um, for the realm that's because of, you know, he is clear not wanting Renera or, or somehow it fall into Damon and, you know, and then, and then, and then. I don't know if Otto didn't want Renera because that decision was not, was made. I think it was made after. It was made after, but. I think it was more like Otto's a smart man and he's like, you better get in there so that we can like continue to move up. Like this is the last. Well, yeah. And there's Um, that. Yeah. There's definitely that piece of it. Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely the status climbing thing too. I mean, for sure. Uh, He he miscalculated this and this, this second half of the episode was was I thought so masterful because I did not expect it to go this way, mm. um, and that's what I love about the show because I was watching it and I was like okay okay cool cool gross cool cool, gross. <laughs> um, and then I just the 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 chess game at the end between Alicent, Renera, Viserys, and Otto, and I did mm-hmm. not expect it to end the way that it did, like halfway. There, there's another part that I did expect um, and I was not shocked by, but just the fact that Otto's spy sees Damon and Renera. Mm-hmm. Otto learns that they were in a brothel. And, and honestly, if I was a spy and I just saw them do what they did in the brothel, I would probably make the same assumption. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They went far enough. <laughs> they went. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it was just enough. And then Otto tells Viserys, but again, I love how he acts it mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm, I should hate Otto. I really should. I should be a, totally on Renero's side. I'd be like, this is bullshit. But there's something the way he delivers the news mm-hmm. that I do believe he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't. He's like, is there another hand? Is there another? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, this is my, probably my best friend. He has yeah. my trust. Yeah. The only person, well, not the only person, but I'm probably like, he loves his daughter, mm-hmm. Renera, 
probably more than anyone right yeah. now. Yep. And I have to tell him not not only that that she's not a virgin anymore, but also that your brother who you love mm-hmm. took it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they set that, the whole setup of this episode with the with the yeah throw the, with the room and they you know and. And out of, uh, uh, Damon and Viserys having the brotherly moment at the beginning of the episode, I mean, it, it, it was just like you know, some, what, what's going to break here? And this is and this was how it broke. And yeah, well, I mean, this is masterful how they how they set that up. Yeah, and and then I was not expecting Allison to have a shouting match with Renera. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this relationship. I I really like how at the beginning of the episode they're finally going to be friends again. Yeah. They're finally at a more okay. This is now our we we've adjusted to our new roles in each other's lives, and then Allison goes full mom mode, like mm-hmm. stepmom mode. Yeah. Um. And but you can also there's like there's a sense from her of of almost I almost feel like she had a crush on Damon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feel like that during how she talks about it and especially like this is why I love this show is that there are moments from previous like all the way we're talking about what the fourth episode and I'm like all the way back to episode one yep (laughs) (laughs) about something between Allison and Damon yep um but it's just there's no wasted space and time or writing with this Mm. show but I just I love how they come to a shouting match about Renera just just saying, even though she has all of this power, um, she wants to be normal. And it's like, girl, wake up. You're yeah. gonna lose everything mm-hmm. if you don't stick to the script. Yep. And um, but then I did not expect again Renera to to not only worm her way out of it, which she technically didn't lie. Right. She didn't. She kind of lied because Damon did touch her, but yep. it was Christian who took it. Yep. Um, she, she manages to turn it around and be like, oh, it was your father who told you. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I, and then it just, it just goes from there leading yeah. to auto being no longer hand, which I did not expect, but I did expect when the trade-off was Renera gets betrothed to uh, Lord Cor- Cor- Corliss's son. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you saw, yeah, the, it, they kind of set that up in the, uh, you know, in the prior episode, and and then of course, you know, the beginning of this episode when they were going all throughout the realm trying. You know, with all these particular suitors and that was another funny scene too like with that little the 12 year old boy and he was like the i guess the um guy was picking on him and stuff and then he just like disemboweled him right there it's like yeah right i got you i got you the the old man (laughs) the way you just said that it made me think how much renera's in a way the previous episode or not the previous, maybe like episode two, where we had Viserys mm-hmm. and his um, duty for marriage, and yeah. all like the twelve-year-old or the sixteen-year-old come up, yeah. and like yep. 
Rhaenyra's being treated the same way. It's like, mm -hmm. okay, go for your uncle. Somebody said your brother is an option, your two-year-old brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so I, it, it's, it's interesting how we technically, to go back to your point about She-Hulk and the repetitious, in a way, we've seen the two Targaryens now deal with marriage obligation, but both of their perspectives and their stories, um, it doesn't feel redundant. No, no, because... No, it doesn't. And I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's the, I think there's this, there's an undercurrent of these duties and obligations that, that they have as royalty. But, but then there's all these curveballs that like get tossed in to the story that, um, where I think where the predictability, yes, there, there is the, the tradition, the, 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 the Game of Thrones, you know, it's a Game of Thrones. I mean, you know, and Viserys in his speech, whenever he like, when he wakes up and he's like, "Look, I I see what you did here, Otto, by placing your daughter in my in my chamber." <laughs> I thought he was gonna go a different direction. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I was like, "Okay, this is when we find out that Otto was behind his wife's death." <laughs> right, right. But that's my and I get and and so by you saying that, this is where things do where you have one uh, the i guess flow of story as far as like how they set these threads but mm -hmm. they have you thinking one way and then they go a completely other other direction right whereas she hulk we knew that she was going to get the trademark back i mean this is like you know and they just and they use the bit from the from the prior episode you know two episodes prior Right. And there's no spontaneity there. There's no like t real twist that's going to make you like, oh man, just fall back in your chair. Like I did not see that coming. Yeah, yeah. There's just not enough incest on She-Hulk right now. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Now that would be weird if she and Bruce got together. <laughs> no, it's just. I mean, overall, like, and I will be perfectly honest. Um, for me, I did not like this episode as much as I did last week's mm -hmm. everybody should be shocked I don't think anybody is um but I still and especially as we talk about it and um break down some of the the bigger moments that stuck out for us and why um I still it's so well written and yeah. we always say like um Lord of the Rings is a beautiful shot um shot tv show and i'm not saying that it's not however when when damon comes into the red keep with being this prince of the narrow sea and there's the the um the shot of him walking towards the throne and in the distance is blonde hair <laughs> almost almost a shadow just also walking same direction they're almost parallel to each other. I was like, that is a brilliant shot. Mm -hmm. It's such it's like it's like a painting that's yeah. moving. And 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 it and it just spoke in hindsight, it says so much about this episode mm -hmm. and those two characters. Yeah. So so I think that overall, like 
you can you can be a beautifully shot show, but if you don't got that writing and the acting to back it up, then mm-hmm. then it's just going to be a beautiful show. It's not going to be something like and then this happened and then that happened and like oh my god. Yeah. Um, and I'm so glad. Uh, um, it's it's Leslie. I forget her last name. Um, she's do she always says the reactions to Olympics and then but man I'm pulling a will it means we we gotta go but <laughs> anything else um, will before we check out for the night uh, no I think we uh, really really like I said uh, uh, like you the more we talk about this episode definitely um, goes back to what I said at the beginning it, it, the, the show delivers it and you know eight 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 out of tens nine out of tens ten out of tens each week gonna be so sad when it's over yep um on that note um will why don't tell our listeners where they can find you yes you can find me on twitter at will and polk w-i-l-l-m-p-o-l-k leslie jones oh yeah is doing house of dragon reactions oh i didn't know that thank you for telling me oh i gotta go check this out (laughs) she she uh I, I I did not know, and then last I think it was just the other night I saw um, she was watching this episode. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Oh, we should. <laughs> yeah. Black Black Twitter and Leslie Jones. You know, those are the things you you know watch. Those those are the watch alongs that you need to follow. <laughs> yes, definitely agree. Yeah. Um, and when you're not following her, please follow me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Cena Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.cenanerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.